الله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فالسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah is no stranger to many of us. The moment we hear the name Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Bukhari, it rings a bell, it strikes a chord within us. We are aware when it comes to the contributions of Imam al-Bukhari to the field of hadith, the work, the services, the efforts of al-Bukhari to the science and the field of hadith is something which is unequaled, something which is unmatched. Amongst his more famous works is a book, a work which is titled Al-Adabul Mufrad. And this work, Al-Adabul Mufrad, is an anthology, a collection of over 1,300 ahadith dedicated to Islamic manners, etiquette, adab, manners, good character. In this work, Al-Bukhari aims to set out a model for every believer to follow. And it's a, a work which covers various aspects of our lives. Waking up in the morning, going to sleep, answering the call of nature, the adab of dua, traveling. All these aspects are discussed. But can we take a guess, a wild guess, what is the first chapter that he brings in this work of his? And this is going to be our topic for today. It's a work covering, more, including more than 1,300 ahadith, covering all the aspects of, of, of our lives. But what is the first chapter? Where does it all begin? The first chapter that he starts this work of is Birrul Walidain. Kindness, respect, obedience, to one's parents. This deen of ours is a deen, a religion which is based upon character. It's based upon manners. And where does it all begin? With our parents. He commences with the verse, We have ordained and decreed upon man to be his absolute best towards his parents. To stand here and speak about the lofty status that our parents occupy. The status granted to our parents is an impossible task. We will not be able to do justice to this, but what we will do and what we can do is look at what Allah Ta'ala has to say in the Quran. What Allah Ta'ala says about the lofty rank of our parents. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا your Lord has ordered, your Lord has decreed and ordained that you worship none but Him. This is the first obligation, the first duty of a believer that he worships Allah Ta'ala alone. And then what Allah Ta'ala mentions after His worship, what comes immediately after the mention of Allah Ta'ala's worship? And you should be your absolute best towards your parents. Imagine right after the worship of Allah Ta'ala, mention is made of our parents. The importance of displaying kindness, honoring our parents. This is very similar to the ayah in Surah Luqman, where Allah Ta'ala speaks, speaks about the inevitable need of displaying gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. Anishkur li, be grateful to me, says Allah Ta'ala. Thank me, wali walidayka. 
and your parents. Right after the gratitude of Allah Ta'ala, gratitude of our parents are mentioned. And this is enough to impress upon us, to make us realize the importance of respecting and honoring our parents. But the ayah doesn't stop there, it carries on. It carries on, When your parents attain old age, when they are getting on in years, one of them or both of them, Allah Ta'ala makes specific mention of old age. Why? For a number of reasons. One of the reasons, as our parents get on in years, they are more in need of us than any other time. They may not admit this, but Allah Ta'ala highlights this and acknowledges this in the Quran. When our parents are getting on in years, they are old, one of them or both of them. What should our attitude be towards them? Allah Ta'ala says, don't even say uff towards them. What is uff? Not even towards our parents. Some scholars take it as far as explaining uff to mean a sigh of displeasure. Not even to shrug one's shoulders when our parents request us to do something. We are told to do something, a person shrugs his shoulders out of his displeasure, not even this towards our parents. If this is not tolerable, what about raising our voices above that of our parents? What about backchatting our parents? And this is what Allah Ta'ala mentions thereafter. Don't rebuke them. Don't shout at them. Don't backchat them. But say kind, compassionate words. Address them with respect. And it carries on. Not only are we to say good words, not only do we address our parents with terms of respect and honor, but it goes beyond that. Submit yourself, give yourselves over into their service. Out of mercy and love for them, give yourselves over in serving your parents. And say, because no matter how much we serve our parents, no matter what we do for them, no matter how we try to pay our parents back, we will always fall short. So after addressing them, after speaking to them with kindness, serving them, doing as much as we can for them, we make this dua. Oh my Lord, have mercy upon them. As they were merciful to me, as they were kind to me when I was small, when I was little, what all they sacrificed for me. They gave up their, their clothes, their wealth, their time, their effort, their resources. If it meant giving up their lives, they would have sacrificed their lives for us as well. So we can never pay them back. Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, he witnesses a person performing Umrah. And this young man, he's carrying his mother on his shoulders in the heat of the desert and he's doing it with such diligence he's reciting words of couplets he's so excited about this speaking he mentions what a subservient conveyance an animal he is to his to his mother and he performs the umrah he does the tawaf and everything and then he comes to ibn umar and he says Yabn umar, hal tarani do you think i have paid back my mother in any way you've seen what i have done the entire umrah with my mother on my shoulders Ibn Umar responds and he says, لا, No, no, not, an, not at all. لا واحدة, not even for that little bit of pain that your mother experienced in giving birth to, to you. Not even that have you paid her back for. 
حملته أمه وهنا على وهن حملته أمه كرها ووضعته كرها Your mother carried you with such pain With such difficulty she bore you And such difficulty she gave birth to you وحمله وفصاله ثلاثون شهرا Then after all of this she carried you She breastfed you for another two and a half years Carrying you, looking after you Some of us right to this day Right to this day, 25, 30, we are 40 years of age Our parents are still carrying us not literally, but they are still looking after us. When the wife is not around, there's no food at home, where do we go to? We go to our parents. So it's impossible to pay them back. This is the mother. When it comes to the father, what does Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam say? That young man, he comes to the Prophet and he has a complaint. What is his complaint? Ya Rasulullah, inna li malan wa waladan. I'm working, I have a family, I have some wealth, I'm taking care of my family, but my father, he wants to take my money. He always wants money from me. What should I do? How does Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam respond? What does he say? Anta wa maluka li abik. You and your wealth belong to your father. You and your wealth belong to your father. Scholars explain it doesn't literally mean that the father has a right to the, to the wealth of the child. He can take the, the money of the child as he pleases. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is impressing upon this young man. Don't Refer to your father as you would refer to other people. Oh, he wants my things. He wants to take my money. This is your father. And another point that we should keep in mind as well, when it comes to respecting, when it comes to honoring our parents, it's not a condition that they share the same faith as us. It's not a condition that they be Muslim. It's not, it's not a condition that they should subscribe to the same religion as we subscribe to. Asma radiyallahu anha, she comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Rasulullah, qadimat ummi. My mother has come to visit me. Wahiya raghiba. She is a lady who hates you, Ya Rasulullah. She detests Islam. She has come to, to see me. Afa'asiluha. Should I still be good to her? What should I do? Prophet says, naam, yes. What she is doing has nothing to do with you and respecting your mother. No matter what background, no matter what they are engaged in, that's a separate issue. We always need to be displaying this respect and honor and kindness towards our parents. And one more point, we'll end off on this. A special address to our youth. To one and all, but more specifically our youth, when it comes to obeying our parents, when it comes to respecting, honoring our parents, this is an action, a deed, which we will see the result of in this world and in the next. It's guaranteed. It's a promise in the ahadith. Other actions, other deeds that we do, we could see the result of it in this world or it could be reserved for us in the year after. But when it comes to respecting our parents, this is an action, a deed that we will see the result of in this world. How many great, great people from our history, behind their success, behind their achievements, stood their mother, their parents. We look at Imam al-Shafi'i, Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal. Behind them, their parents, the mother. Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Bukhari, the famous al-Bukhari, who was behind his success and his achievement, it was his mother. So it's an action, it's a deed which we will see the result of in this world. And the opposite, the flip side, when it comes to walidain, when it comes to disobeying our parents, when it comes to disrespecting our parents, this is amongst the major, major sin. 
It's, it's amongst the worst of sins. It's not a, it's not a minor sin. أَلَا أُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِأَهْلِ الْكَبَائِرِ Says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Should I not inform you? Should I not tell you what are the major, major sins? What are they, ya Rasulullah? Al-ishraku billah. The first shirk. We all know this. Ascribing partners in the worship of Allah Ta'ala. This, this is the worst of sin. But what does Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mention immediately after mentioning shirk? Uququl walidain. Disrespecting, disobeying our parents. This is a sin. It's an evil which we will see the repercussions and the consequences of in this world. In this world and in the year after. That young man, that pious ascetic Juraj, who dedicated himself to the worship of Allah Ta'ala, hadith of Bukhari, he gave himself over to the worship of Allah Ta'ala. He had a little musalla and he would spend his entire day performing nafil salam from morning till night. One day his mother comes and she calls him, Ya Juraj, Ya Juraj, he's engaged in salah. He says, Ya Rabbi Ummi wa Salati, Ya Rabbi Ummi wa Salati. Oh my Lord, my mother's calling me on one side. I'm engaged in salah. What should I do? He carries on with his salah. The next day his mother comes, Ya Juraj, Ya Juraj, Ya Rabbi Ummi wa Salati. My mother is calling me, my salah. What should I do? He carries on with his salah. This happens for. The third day, his mother again calls him. He carries on with his salah. His mother becomes so upset, so frustrated, and she makes a bad dua against this, this pious young man. And she says, Oh Allah, I'm calling my son. I need him. He is not responding to me. Let him not die until he sees the faces of prostitutes. Long story short, what happens after some time the mother passes away? People began to accuse Juraj for zina. They accuse him for zina and they break down his musalla. They take him and they are dragging him down the streets. They are beating him and they are disgracing him. They come down the one street. As he comes down the street, it is lined with prostitutes. When he looks at them, he smiles. People are amazed. What's the reason for your smile? He says, this is the curse of my mother. So if this was the result of someone who didn't respond to their parents while they were engaged in salah, what about that young man who is playing his game, who is busy on his phone, he's talking to his friends, and his mother calls him, and he doesn't respond. Disgrace to that person, humiliation to that person, disgrace to him. Man ya Rasulullah, who, O oh Messenger of Allah, man adraka walidayhi indal kibar, ahadahuma, aw kilayhima, thumma lam yadukhul jannah That person who witnesses both his parents getting old, both of them, or one of them and he's unable to attain Jannah through serving them.